Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay or just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com. And now, for fans of the 13-time NFL champion Green Bay Packers, this is Cheesehead TV Live. Cheetahs don't stretch and neither do we. I think you're an idiot, and I mean that with the most respect possible that I can give to an idiot. Packers Hall of Fame quarterback, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. It's not as fun to say as equanimia. That is a perfect example of a wrong opinion. Ring the bell. Welcome, welcome back, Packers fans. Week three slash four. It's another edition of Cheesehead TV Live. Jason Perrone and Jeremy Vanderlinden of Cheesehead TV. Mr. VDL, what up? Hey, man, you know, just ready to talk Packers and pretty much ready to yell at you a lot. You know how I be. (laughs) So this show could potentially be lit. There's a lot to talk about. Some of it is not so great because the Packers played a pretty crappy game Uh in Washington this past weekend. And... Like those of us that have been following the team for a long time know that our team tends to kind of lay an egg at least once a season, and hopefully maybe they got that out of their system. So it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. We got our uh, – you got your high life. I got my high life. I got my Italian soda here. Yeah, you do. Alcoholic uh, Italian soda. I got to wave, wave the flag. Right. <laughs> so a lot has already been talked about. There's already been a couple transactions, some roster moves. Right. So let's start with the news because that's what everybody wants to talk about first, and then we'll vet back to the game and talk about whatever, that. whatever the hell that was. Yeah, what, whatever, whatever it that, was. That, we'll which talk is about why it. we titled the show what we did, which is what was that? Uh, real quick before we get to the news, let me say hi to Stymie, Josh, and Rad Rob on the YouTube chat. Thanks for joining. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of good Packers stuff. And I'm probably going to, um, well, I'm going to try not to punch Jason in the face in this show, um, but you might hear violence that might happen. Okay. And if you do, my address is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll just put it up on the live blog. If you're not following the show online, please go to cheeseheadtv.com. Cheesehead TV live is broadcasting live there. You can hear the audio. You can comment, join us on the live blog, on the chat, send us questions, comments, tell us how dumb we sound or how great we sound. Love that. And the YouTube page as well. Also throw some comments up on there. Want to thank our sponsor. And this is a very special day for Ticket King and myself. I purchased my ticket to the game that I'll be attending this you year at Lambeau it. Field. All right. Monday night against the San Francisco 49ers. I got probably the best value of my entire life. Thank you, Jimmy Garoppolo's <laughs> knee. I hope you're recovering well from your ACL tear. But my pocketbook thanks you very much. So I will be sitting right. very, so what, very what, close to the field. What'd you pay? A lot, it, of, a lot of dollars. Because it would have been expensive uh, if Garoppolo was playing. If you have any questions, you can throw them up on the YouTube chat. This seems to be where everybody's most active. You can also join us on cheeseheadtv.com. There's a, uh, we have a, a cover it live chat there as well. So you pick your poison. You can talk to us either, either place, and we'll try to, uh, we'll try to get your, your comments, your thoughts, your questions on the show. Sorry, I'm looking at the chat. People no, are it's talking. Oh, right. I mentioned that. I thought you, you're like my parent. Oh, I'm not listening to you. Oh, okay. I don't listen to you no, for yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what I said. Right. So Ticket King, our sponsor, thank you very much. Seriously, go check them out. Great value. They guarantee their tickets. No um, no fake or for, what do we call it? What's the word I'm looking for? No fake tickets. No fake tickets. 
So, so okay, well, since we're talking about fake tickets, and we're going to get into this, but let me tell my fake ticket story, since I just told you this story. Uh, so Brett Favre becomes a Minnesota Viking, right? That happened. It was a terrible time. But before that happened, there were rumors of it, and I bought tickets to go see the Packers play in Minnesota, and I paid 80 bucks a ticket for great seats. Like, it was practically face value for great seats. And I got to the game and I had two buddies in Minnesota that wanted to sit with me and my other buddy. And they said, Hey, uh, why don't we try to sit together? And I was like, okay, well I got a really good deal on my tickets. I know I can sell them for good money. I'll sell my tickets and we'll buy four tickets together. So we're in Minneapolis. We're walking around the Metrodome, the super dump. And I, we find a guy who's selling tickets because there's always a guy. You're like, oh, you guys need tickets? Yeah. So we find a guy. You got a guy? Yeah. We get, we, well, we had a guy and it was terrible. So uh, so we talked to the guy and we're like, this is what we want to do. We want to we want to sell these tickets or trade these tickets for four tickets together. He agrees. Hands us four tickets. They look great. They're on Ticketmaster cardstock. Uh, I just say to my buddy, hey, follow that dude around and just kind of like pay attention to where he's at because if these are fake, we want to, you know, we want to get our money back or whatever or get our tickets back. And they lost him. And I go to the front gate and the tickets are fake. And, and what happened was some people in Minnesota were printing. They got a hold of old Ticketmaster stock and they were printing tickets on old Ticketmaster stock. So it looked real. Never again. I will never buy my tickets from some random dude outside of a stadium again. Uh, this is what happens when you live in Minnesota. These are the types of things that your life becomes because you have to live there. Mm-hmm. And these are the, this is how you take it out on other people. <laughs> so anyways, always go to Ticket King for your tickets. Don't, uh, don't do what I did. Bad idea. Okay. Uh, Just kidding. I lived there for 18 months and I had a great experience, but I got to throw a little dig at some of the Vikings fans sure. out there. Whatever Fair enough. chance I get. So, all right. So Ticket King, there's a location really close to Lambeau Field. Check them out. There's some, some great values for some of these games where the Packers opponents may not be at necessarily full strength, but not going to talk about the Niners anymore. We're going to talk about Bashad Breland. The Packers were potentially looking at Breland during the offseason. Yeah. He's a cornerback. He's played all of his seasons with the Washington football team. Was drafted in the fourth round of 2014. Played well. Washington did not bring him back. He was a free agent. He was actually signed to a three-year, $24 million deal by the Carolina Panthers. It was a big deal. Big, big news signing. Yeah. And then Breland subsequently failed his physical due to an off-season uh, accident that he had. I think it has something to do with his foot. And he failed his physical, and so the deal was off. And then everything went silent. And then all of a sudden, earlier this week, there were a couple teams that had Breland in for a visit. I think the Saints wanted to look at him. The Packers had him in for a workout. But Green Bay signed him, and he's a Packer, and he signed for the league minimum. So if this works out and he plays up to what he was going to get paid in Carolina – this is a huge value signing. Yeah, it's great because they, uh, he got the veteran minimum. It's a one-year deal. I, I wish they had him maybe for two because, I mean, if he balls out, I, I'd like to have him for a second year. Uh, but they got him for, for one-year veteran minimum. They got lucky because of his injury, because of the infection in his foot that he had when he signed with Carolina, that he failed his physical on something so stupid. Like, all right, fine. When that happened, it, it, it was disappointing when they signed him because at the time he was one of the guys that a lot of Packer fans were looking at and saying, hey, that seems like a good fit for the Packers. Dollar-wise, like he's probably not going to get too much. It seemed like he'd be a good fit in free agency. And then he went to Carolina, and that was disappointing. Then when he had the foot injury and the infection, failed his physical, 
There was hope. I, I hope at that time I was like, you know, he, he's going to heal and he's going to probably get better. But if he's ready to go by the end of training camp or preseason, somebody's going to snatch him up. I was kind of hoping that this might happen. Not that I wanted one of our corners that we were counting on to go down. Right. So Devon House goes on injured reserve. He's got an injury. I got to be honest with you. I, I can appreciate Devon House because he was an original Packer and he did – some good things in his first round here. We'll never forget the Monday night game against the Falcons in 2014 yep. when he blanketed Julio Jones and kind of helped the Packers like stave off an amazing comeback attempt by Atlanta and still won that game, which they needed that season. But he just was not good. He got burned in week two against the Vikings. Stephon Diggs, long touchdown. And again, last week, he just cannot cover. He's, yeah. he, you know, he, he apparently the team doesn't trust him to play safety. And he can't be. He can't play corner. I don't think so. we see him play football again. No, I think he's. Done. I think it's over. I think he's done. But that's fine. So the Packers swap out Devon House for Bashad Breeland. That you would do any day of the week and twice on Sunday. So yeah. hopefully this whole thing works out. We'll see. I think Breeland's probably going to play. They have to. You only have four corners right, right now. They're going to have to. You only have four corners. You've got you've got Jair Alexander, Josh Jackson, Tremont Williams, and now Breeland and Kevin King was in the rehab group today. He did not practice. He was part of the rehab group today's Wednesday. So he's got to get in, in practice uh, either tomorrow or uh, Friday if he's going to have a chance to play this weekend. And he's got that groin injury, those soft yeah. tissue injuries and groin like as a corner. Right. I, well, I have good news. The Bills don't really have any wide receivers. So uh, they're probably going to be able to to stick to nickel and, and base, and they're not going to have to go crazy with defensive backs this week. But if anybody can make an irrelevant receiver or a 55-year-old veteran look like they're in the prime of their career, it is the... Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. That's yeah, right. fine. So let's go backwards. Fine, let's go backwards because that's what we do. I segued, and I didn't even realize I wanted to do that. So here we are. We're in Washington. And it's 2008 because Vernon Davis is the tight end. Adrian Peterson is the running back and Alex Smith is the quarterback. <laughs> and they're leading the Washington football team against the Green Bay Packers, the 2018 version. And this is like Madden and it's going to be a joke. Oh my gosh. I think the top speed rating on any of those three is like what a, a 60. Yeah. Okay. We're speaking in Madden terms. Right. And scene. <sighs> What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It was awful from the very I, I just don't I just don't understand what the hell we just watched. Like from the beginning it was bad. Sloppy from the beginning. Just messy. Like we knew it was gonna rain, and I thought that that could be beneficial with a team that's got three three solid running backs on the team, which they decided not to use, which is awesome. Like Aaron Jones comes out and he has a couple good runs and then Mike's like, Hey, there's the bench. Just check, check, go check that out. I mean, the, for every everything that the that Washington doesn't do well and Alex Smith doesn't do well, they did out right out of the gate. Smith has a long bomb touchdown. It's the mm-hmm. longest pass he's thrown all season against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, massive shocker. Whatever is on film, it should be obvious. Whatever I can see, sitting in my living room watching TV, and you've got coaches that are up close and have been scouting for a week, and see these things happening, will happen. The obvious. I can look at formations and be like, that guy is going to come right over the middle. Mm-hmm. No one is going to be there to pick him up. He's going to catch the ball and run really far and really fast. And then it happens. And it frustrates me because I'm not even there. Yeah. I don't have a trained <laughs> football eye. I'm not Ben Fennel or Andy Herman uh, or Dusty Eadley or right. all of our. Which, film- by the way, those guys are great. Go find them on Twitter. They are phenomenal. Um, great job yeah. at the film breakdowns and, yep. and Peter yep. Bukowski. But Zach if you're, Cruz- look, you're looking at it and you're seeing it and it's like, 
okay, I know what's going to happen. I know what it's, I know what's about to happen. Uh, and then it happens. It's just so frustrating. The, de- the defense just, they, their pass coverage was bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. They uh-huh. weren't tackling well. It was a bad omen to start the game. Then the offense comes on the field and individual it was, that rushers was, can't get to the quarterback. They, only they can only pressure scheme. Like they can only create pressure with scheme. They're not that they, they, they just, it's just not there. Then, you know, then Muhammad Wilkerson has his issue, breaks his ankle. Like, Nothing was positive that day. Nothing felt positive. How did Nick Perry manage to get a concussion in a game where he had no contact? How, has he played football? Have we seen him play football this year? He cleaned up. He cleaned up on a sack early in the year. He got a half C. Congratulations. He got like, a, he got a no half C, impa- but he's, he's no more impactful he's, than Kyler Fackrell. He's making way too much money for, for what he's not no. doing. And he's not doing anything. And, and, I, after watching what Petten's doing, he's not doing anything crazy yet. Remember, we were all waiting for Dom Capers to unleash the beast in 2011, and they're like, oh, they're just playing vanilla because the offense is outscoring their opponents by 20 and 30 points. They don't really need to do anything special. Yeah. And the playoffs rolled around, and there was no special exotic blitz packages or anything. So I don't know if we're going to see anything more crazy from Petten and the defense. No, I don't know well, if it's, you, he, you, you gotta he, go, you gotta go with who you have. And right. Reggie, Reggie Gilbert was, didn't do much. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the defense. Cause it, this is going to lead into the clay Matthews thing. Cause it's just going to realistically a year ago, two years ago, this defense looks pretty damn good because uh, week one against the bears shut that down at, at the end of the game when the bears were trying to drive down and win at the end of game two, Shut that down. Should have been an interception in the end of the football game where Clay Matthews put pressure on Cousins. Cousins threw up a pick. Should have been a pick. Mm-hmm. Week three, at the, at, the end, at the end of that football game in the second half, they did what it took to give the offense chances to win the game. They only gave up three points in the second half, didn't they? Right. So the defense is showing up. They're definitely showing up at the end of games. And, and early in the season, the way that things are right now, because the way that practices are in the, in the preseason, the way that the, the league is right now, September is like an extension of the preseason. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Teams are still I, I, no, figuring it out. No, they're not. No, they're not. Why are – okay. The I, Kansas I vehemently City Chiefs, disagree. The Kansas City Chiefs are trying to figure it out. They're rolling over everybody and beating everybody well, left okay, and right. that's fair. They got – The Los Angeles Rams, uh, tomorrow night, today's Wednesday, tomorrow night, Thursday night football, grab mm-hmm. your popcorn and get your beer ready and watch the L.A. Rams probably steamroll over the Minnesota Vikings. Or the Minnesota Vikings will steamroll over the Rams because hashtag – but 2018 the, Packers, NFL. the Packers aren't the only good team in the league struggling and against bad teams. Look at the Patriots losing to the Lions. What the hell is this bizarro but, world? Where are we right now? Maybe the Patriots finally suck. I doubt it. Maybe they're not good anymore. That's not what it is. Then what is it? It's that it's that September is an extension of the preseason. They had to teams put still don't on. fully know. They still don't fully know what they have going on. Uh, although I will say the last few years, the Packers have like just not found their identity. That has been the identity of the Packers has been identity list. That well, is their identity. 2016, they, they, had to, uh, they had to go into uh, emergency mode and run the table, which they did. Last mm-hmm. year, throw it out the window because right. was, there was no identity. You no don't have an identity out. if you don't have a quarterback. Right. So I don't, I don't necessarily need that to become very cr- crystal clear to me right now because there's two new coordinators, and I do still – I want to see more from the defense, though. I want right. to see this defense come out hotter than they have. They're just right. they're sleepwalking. The first That's, half, first half of every game so far has been they really slept bad. That they and sl- then they make adjustments for the second half, and they play really well. And that is the extension of the preseason thing we're talking about. Mike Pettin doesn't necessarily have 
enough film on everybody that, that, that they're seeing right now because the season has just started. So it takes until the second half for him to decide, okay, what's going to be the thing that I do that, that beats this team? And they come out in the second half and they play much better football because they are, they, they've had some time to feel things out, figure things out. So you, just, you, you can just uh, sign up for a class and just not show up for the first um, quarter of that class, not take the test, screw it. I'm still trying to figure out if I can wake up on time to get to school. And then I'm just going to show up and try to make it up at the end. And that's what I'm going to, that's how I'm going to try to ace this class. Kind of what's happening right now. <laughs> the, okay. We're, we're in the fourth week. The first quarter of the season is almost over. And by the way, it still counts towards your final grade. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I get, look, man, I get no, it. And, and it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the fire. I'm, get, I'm getting a little pissed off because you're right. These games really matter. The, the, the NFL season is so short. This isn't baseball, right? Like, we don't have 162 games for things to work themselves out. By the it's way, I just want to say. freaking games. I just want to say go crew for the Brewer fans out there. Go Brewers. That's this, it's exciting anytime they get this close because there have right. not been many in the 40-plus years I've been on this earth. So, go Brew crew. So, I'm feeling frustrated because. One game a week. It's big. It's a big deal. One out of 16 is. is One a, game a week. And, and you feel the pressure immediately. The yep. NFC, NFL season starts. And every game matters in some form or fashion. But then it, but, every but, game. But then, you like, okay, 2014, they lose to Seattle. Oh, it's okay. It's week one. They've got the rest of the season right. to make it up. And then at the end of the season, they're playing in Seattle because they lost the week right. one game to or, the Seahawks. Uh, so what was the, the thing Rodgers was talking about like a week ago? He was talking about the ripple effects. I think it was of the, uh, the loss in Seattle. Wasn't that – is that the same year you're talking about? The loss in Seattle. Yeah. Right? The uh, – what was it? The fail Mary. And they lose in Seattle, and later in the season, it, it puts them on the road. Because, that was, well, that because, was two years prior to 2012, right. Because the refs jacked up a game early in the season well, and messed up the, the, the playoffs. So let me, let me get to this. First week, Clay Matthews hits Mitch Trubisky. Stupid. It was dumb. Awful. That was, it was just very, very bad. Terrible move by Clay. Week two, he ended the game. That's the end of the football game. Good play by Clay. Fantastic End of the game. Yep taken away by the referees because of the new rules. And, and I, I disagree with their call, and we'll, we'll get into specifics. Uh, and then, again, in Washington. Now, that didn't take a, ga- a game-winning play away, but a momentum changer, potentially. They still to forced, go from, no, no, they still forced a punt. See, but they still forced a punt, but it feels much better to force a punt off of a sack than it does to do what do what it took. It took some wind out of the sails. It did feel a little bit well, like the team was the head coach tried to blow all the wind back himself dude, with the sideline rant. And it just, I was so I, happy to see him flip out. And the, and the team was, didn't even really take on that persona. They didn't like right. get motivated. If the, for those of you who are like, why doesn't McCarthy go into the locker room and start throwing things against the wall and banging chairs on on heads and and beating people up? Because clearly this team's personality isn't to respond to that kind of a stimuli. Yeah, because they did nothing. The offense came out and just was flat. Maybe the defense, but the offense was flat. They couldn't do anything with the, getting right. the ball back several times. And uh, Kevin in the in the chat wants them to fire Mike McCarthy, but Kevin, I just want to let you know, um, calling him fat isn't necessarily going to be the thing that uh, is going to is going to get him fired. And um, maybe you should use actual football knowledge to bring your argument. I may have I may better. have also used that moniker on Sunday with some sure, frustration going on. Maybe he's fat. Don't be stupid. Tell me why they should fire him. Tell it's me little... tell me some to bring the fire. Let me know. Okay, so here's the thing. Well, we'll get to that. Every, we're gonna, every, we're every, gonna get to that. Every 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 uh, game matters a lot, right? And now you got referees changing the outcomes of games because of rules. I say that uh Clay Matthews is getting screwed right now. 
with what's happening. And, well, and you feel he, he's being he's being targeted. But let me ask you this. And I'm mm-hmm. putting you on the spot. And if you don't know, that's fine. No, that's I'm fine. literally just asking because I how many other games besides the Minnesota Green Bay tie mm-hmm. were impacted? The, the result was was literally impacted. And you can point, you know, to a referee's call without without fail. Uh, that I don't know, but I do. I can tell you about other impacts that aren't necessarily like individual and, game, but like the defensive tackle for Miami tearing his ACL this week, trying not to put all of his weight on the quarterback. There you go. They've lost a player that they need down the stretch, and now he's gone. And they might struggle now against the run or whatever his value was for their team. The they might struggle with it. 3-0 Dolphins. Because this guy's trying not to land on a quarterback. What does the league actually value? It's not actually player safety. It's the guy who makes the most money on the field and puts the most butts in the seat. Right. It's a dollar thing, and it's pissing me off because that's not football. I want, I want to watch football. I want to turn my TV on on Sunday, and I want to watch football. And the, the running back can get absolutely annihilated, absolutely crushed, and it's fine. It's cool, whatever. The quarterback, though, the most important player on the field, don't touch him. Don't even breathe on him. Did you see, did you see the penalty in the Bucks game? The the uh, I think oh, it was the, the flop, but, the yeah. flop by Roethlisberger. That was a joke. Such garbage. But that was okay, a joke. So here's the problem. After I don't know how you feel now because we haven't really talked much about well, it after the game. But well, after the game, you said this is on Clay because you got penalized for this last week and you come and you repeat the same thing. That's called insanity. You should have known better, right? Is that still your stance on this? Yes, because the play. Here's the thing. In real speed, in real time, the optics of what happened in Washington versus what happened in Minnesota. Don't sit here and slow-mo and send me still pictures and say, look at 18 different things that are different. In real time, I was sitting right next to you at the bar, Mm -hmm. and as soon as that sack happened and the bar erupted and everybody got excited, I said, they're going to throw a flag. They threw a flag because it looked – I I I said to myself, GD it. They're going to throw a flag. What are you doing, Clay Matthews? Well, let me tell you why you're wrong. Because you are. And you're, and, and you're going to come to my side here. Uh, here's the deal. Regardless of if it's slow motion and if the referees have to call it in real time, the reality is Clay one week was told you weren't penalized for your weight being on the quarterback. You were penalized for scoop and pull. You scooped the quarterback and you pulled him and then slammed him to the turf. That's the penalty. The next week, he's very cautious to not scoop not pull he wraps him up and then drives through that's a tackle and puts him on the turf the end result of that play looked exactly the same him landing on the quarterback he right landed on the quarterback right. thank looked, you hold on it looked exactly the same now this time he's penalized for landing on the quarterback but wait a minute last week a play that looked exactly like this other than the quote-unquote scoop and pull i wasn't penalized for putting my weight on the quarterback here's and then the ben roethlisberger uh uh, roughing the passer, right? What I'm trying to get Horrible. to is there's no consistency in this call. There Terrible. is no consistency in this call. Clay Matthews is confused. Everybody's confused. It's not Clay's fault. They're telling him one thing, and the next week he he changes what he does, and then they penalize him for the very thing he thought he would have been penalized for in the first week. Everyone calls Clay Matthews a meathead. He is genuinely frustrated right now. Like, he genuinely wants to know what he can do. Like, if I was Clay Matthews, honestly, if it was me, I'd be like, F this. I don't even want to play football. I would go James Harrison and be like, I'm retiring. Screw this. I can't play the way I hey want man, to. Hey, man, I think so. Here's, here's what happened, Jeremy. Here's what happened. And, and this is I, – I, I would bet money, and I would, um, you know, bet a lot on this. The refs have to make a call. In real time, they have to make it quickly. You don't have time to sit there and say, was this the body weight or was this the scoop and pull? I agree. They're like, oh, that looked bad. Throw a flag and then justify so it and build the reason in after you right. throw the so flag. So let's work back to whose fault it really is then. It's not Clay's fault. 
He's Dude, being, no, it's the league. It's, he's the, been, league. it's, it's the, the league. Leagues. That's it. That's where it ends. This isn't Clay Matthews' but, fault. He's being told too many things. Everybody is. The referees are confused themselves. They don't know what the hell to call. It's the league. The league has jacked this up. The league has jacked up football, and we're at least going to have to suffer through it for one season. But if you know you're being profiled, and I'm not saying profiling is okay, and you're being targeted and profiled and monitored, whether it's yep. fair or not, you cannot continue to do the same things and expect them not to throw the flag. But he didn't do the same thing. It that's was my close point. enough. He did, but that's the thing. He did actively try to do something different than what he did the week before. He actively tried to do it and successfully did not scoop and pull. And so that's the thing. You're right. You can't make rules and say scoop and pull, land on the quarterback, and have all these little different nuances that might get this flag thrown, right? You can't have that and expect him to, you know, for the refs to call it right every time. It's too messy. It's I, stupid. It's just like the catch rule. It's I, bad. It is bad. I think – Here's what I want to see as a fan. I want to see Clay Matthews continue to play the way that he plays because that's just do what you do best and get right. there. Make the play. If the refs make that call, it sucks. Yes, it's going to frustrate me because it's the umpteenth time that it's happened to 52. Yeah. I really, this is what I said at the beginning of the season. I worry that this season is going to boil down to the championship, the Super Bowl of this season is going to boil down to between who gets there and who wins the call of a referee and not the play on the field by the players. And I'm worried that the Packers are going to be one of the teams impacted and we're not going to get to enjoy our team in a championship game right. or have an opportunity to secure the number one seed or do something special because of that. And I can tell you right now, with that stinking tie on their record, right. that number one seed is going to be really flipping hard to grab. Right. Uh, Brandon in the chat says, Clay is pressuring the quarterback more this year than previous years. Yes. And the league is ruining it. Ruining it. 100%. Yep. Clay... Clay had a really terrible game one. Terrible. He looked terrible in week one, and everybody thought, what? He's done. He's washed up. He's done. He's useless. Then the, then the next two weeks, he showed up when it was needed, and he gets screwed by the league. And, and in any other year, you would say, well, Clay's having a good season. You would look at Clay Matthews' season so far and feel like this is a good start. This is a really good start for Clay. And instead, we're talking about some dumb garbage that's ruining the game of football. That's, that's the problem is the focus is not on the field and what the players are doing. It's right. everybody. And, and it's like I said, too, when, I, when we were at the game, I told you, I said, the thing that sucks about watching football this season is that one of the things I used, it was a release for me. Mm -hmm. I used to get excited and jacked up in real time and lose my voice. And on another show that I do, like I, we would want to go after the game was over on the Sunday. And, and sometimes I'd be like, we, I can't go today. I have no voice. Right. Like we got to wait till tomorrow. I, I literally cannot do the show right now. <laughs> and I can't watch games like that anymore because when something exciting happens, I have to count five Mississippi right. before to see if there's a flag if there's thrown a flag. or something going to ruin Patience. my like, great moment. Like we're in the bar, right? And the bar erupts with excitement. Which was shocking happens. to me. I'm like, people, how do you not know? That this could be what how it's going to be. How do you not be. know? So everybody gets excited. I'm excited. And like two seconds later, it's crushed and it ruins the vibe. The whole bar was bummed out the whole game. Ruined. And then everyone was surprised and they acted like they were shocked. And I'm like, this is great TV and drama for like, uh, you know, for a script. But I'm like, you got to be more rational minded than this. You had to know. Right. You know, I wasn't, man, because I'm used to what I'm used to. in well, football. OK, Jeremy, before we move, we're going to move back out of the to the game. But let let let's let me get your take on this, because you sent a note to us in Slack yesterday. And it was tweeted out, Judy Batista tweeted out that yep. the NFL competition committee is uncomfortable with some of these roughing the passer calls. It's going to be discussed, but 
I don't think we're going to see any changes this season. I think they're going to have to roll with it and figure out a way to live with it this year. But I think you'll see a rollback of roughing the roughing the passer penalties this season. But I do think they'll make a correction in the offseason and for next year and forward. I'm going to I'll jump into that because we did talk about that last week. But before I do that, um, I just want to make sure we're clear so everybody knows we have plenty of new listeners tonight. Uh, I'm Jeremy Vanderlinden. Jason Perone is across from me. If you're looking to follow us on Twitter, you can. I'm at Jeremy RVDL. Jason is at Jason Perone. Pretty easy stuff. And you can find our uh, some of our great work also at CheeseheadTV.com. Right. Great articles, great coverage. When somebody signs with the Packers, when someone goes on IR, breaking news, breakdowns, film review, X's and O's, it's all at CheeseheadTV.com. The, the right. team over there does a fantastic so job. So we also, uh, we have a giveaway that we're going to be doing. Uh, we tweeted about it. There's an a awesome uh, Leroy Butler autograph. I think it's an eight by 10 that, that we got and we're going to be giving that away. We'll be giving some instructions on that later in the show. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're following at CHTV live on Twitter. That's going to going to be part of it, but we'll give some instructions as we go along here. Follow so, us so, everywhere. You yeah. can you yep. get on the YouTube page, follow us at Subscribe Cheesehead, to TV. Cheesehead TV's YouTube page. So just, just anywhere there's Cheesehead TV, jump on it, subscribe and, and listen. Now I have jump on it in my head. Jump on it. Yeah, okay, jump. listen. So this this tweet and, and what the result's going to be from this. They're going to be having a meeting next week. I think the only thing they can do is make roughing the passer penalties reviewable. That's the only change they can make right now. And I'll tell you the same thing I told you before. If I'm playing devil's advocate, sure. you've now prolonged the game. Right, but at the same time, I'll play devil's advocate to your devil's advocate. We'll see how many of these we can stack. The game against the Vikings, if if they review that play, maybe they turn it over and the game is over. And double, it doesn't go to double overtime. Double devil, double devil. I don't think they would have that early in the season. I still think they would have doubled down and upheld the Stuck call with because it. the league is. And just you know that what? Way. I think in, even in like if you're talking about the weight on the quarterback rule, like it was still touch and go. Even though we're as Packer fans, we're like, well, you know, Clay braced him and he put his arm down. Yeah, but we don't know how the refs would feel about that, and I'm sure uh, Vikings fans would say, but he landed on him, you know. So it just really. Perspective matters. So, okay. I think the only answer is to make it something they can review and change. They have to be able, because the little nuances of scoop and pull, they're not going to see that in real time. It's not going to, it's not going to happen this year. And I think you're asking, I think you're opening up a huge can of worms. If you do that, because you're now trying to decipher the motions of a player. And you're almost kind of trying to determine intent based on just simply what the muscle, what their, their body did. Right. All right. Enough on that. We haven't talked about the offense. Aaron Rodgers did not play well. He missed some throws. He's still working through this knee injury. Mm-hmm. Missed some throws against Washington, both open receivers that he didn't throw to and also guys that he missed and just threw. He threw behind Devontae Adams on third down. Yeah. His receivers didn't do him any favors. Big drop. Randall Cobb had a terrible game. He knows that he owned it. I'm going to give Cobb a pass. He won the game one, uh, week one game against the Bears, and he's still a very solid wide receiver. But he played awful. The fumble was terrible. Yep. They couldn't do anything right. Lance Kendricks, awful drop down the sidelines. Let's just get this out of the way. Lance Kendricks, again, more snaps than Mercedes Lewis. Not the same tight end. Why isn't Mercedes Lewis playing? Especially with Rodgers injured. At this point, I don't know how much value they're getting from Mercedes Lewis because he sat on the bench for three it's games. It's a waste like of money if you don't start using three it. Three divided by 16, divided, uh, and his salary divided by that. You've now gotten less value from Mercedes Lewis, who is supposed to be what opened up some running lanes and helped in pass protection and helped block for, oh, there was a running back who played on Sunday who actually did pretty well when he touched the ball. Right. Aaron Jones. Uh, I'll get to that. Daniel says there's only one quarterback hurt in the NFL. That's Jimmy Garoppolo hurt himself. But I just want to say there's also 
then 34 roughing the passer penalties, and it's double what it was this time last year. So there you have it. So stupid. I'd rather have quarterback injuries. It's a thing. Dumb. And it's a bad You're thing. playing football. You're playing football. It's Anyways. a thing, and it's a bad thing. Um, yeah, the offense, it, it just wasn't there. Like, Rodgers wasn't seeing the field well. He, he was missing guys Why? that were wide open. Why? What's your theory? Is, I mean, I, I, obviously the knee doesn't affect his eyes. No but practice. Is that... No practice. It's but, fine. But Educate no, no, no. yourself all you want. Jeremy. You need to be there for practice. You need to run through it with your team. Jeremy. You need to get on the same page with your team. He's one of the best quarterbacks all time. He doesn't uh-huh. just suddenly not know how to find an open receiver. Right. But at the same time, there were guys in, in the game. There were miscommunications we saw where, like, Devontae Adams was on a run-pass option. Rodgers wanted to go to him. Devontae went into a run block and never even looked back. There was no Rodgers didn't have a chance. There was a miscommunication, right? Yeah, but that those are the little things that happen when you're not working together in practice. Okay, but that's that's a pre-snap situation. You got a guy wide open down the sideline. Randall Cobb's wide open down the sideline. Things like that. Rodgers right. doesn't. Favre used to miss that stuff every once in a while. It was like, okay, Favre does that. He'll make up forties. You know, he's a different mindset. Rodgers just doesn't miss that kind of I stuff. I just think it's lack of practice. I, I think, you know, coming off of a preseason in the NFL where you already don't practice as much as you used to, you already don't spend time connecting with your team like you used to. It's why September feels the way that it does in football now. Now you're not practicing even in September. You're not getting in there practicing with your guys. Look, it's not on, on Rodgers. He's hurt. He can't practice right now. It's better that he doesn't because his knee can't they, – they can't wear him out. But then it's on McCarthy to simplify as much as possible. His quarterback's not playing. We need to figure out how to run some things that are just that we just need to make work. We need to scheme some things to work. And I'm not saying like I don't know enough to say that that Mike, you know, Mike is the one messing this up. But I would say like the way that the, that things are going with him in practice, you know, if there's miscommunications on the field, they're going to have to figure out how to clean it up. And I think the best way to do it is simplify. I don't think McCarthy's messing it up uh, with any that has anything to do with Rodgers. We have a couple questions in the live chat, which we're going to get to after the Rodgers. Logan discussion. says because the receivers aren't open. That's not true. No. Watch the all 22. That's not they're true. open. They, there were guys open. Yep. They dropped there was, balls. There, yep. were, there were throws missed. I mean, now that's out. different issue. Yes, they're, they're open, but they are dropping footballs. Lance Kendricks like what? What? What the hell is that, man? Well, that's, OK, so listen, here's the thing. OK, Mike McCarthy, you got to earn your reps with him. He's been that way since day one. You have to earn right. your playing time. So Aaron Jones comes back, touches the ball. He's magic. He's gold. Right. He makes something out of nothing, but he's got to earn his he way goes back, back to so, the bench. OK, he comes back to the bench, but. Okay, fine. Then I expect Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. then to give Lance Kendricks less snaps this week then because he has disearned, right. unearned. The problem is more for me, snaps. he's never earned the snaps he's getting. He wasn't good last well, year. Well, he played in the offense last year. <laughs> right. I, I don't, I don't, Just because he was here and he knows here's, the offense. Here's the other thing. Mercedes Lewis can catch a ball. Right. They're different he's tight still, ends. You get he, him and Jimmy Graham at the, in the goal line. Granted, you got to get to the goal line to right. you know, score a touchdown. Packers offense couldn't do that. But you get him and Jimmy Graham on a pass route, and you got Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb, and you can't find one of those guys open? You're scoring every – and Aaron Jones. You're scoring every single time you get down there. Right. Every single time. Yep. Yep. Here's the deal. Aaron Rodgers right now, with the way that he's playing, and if you're going to suit up, you got to play well. If you're going to play, you got to play well. You're not going to not play Aaron Rodgers. So if he's got a chance to go, they're going to put him in there. Aaron Rodgers in his current physical state – is still 10 times better than Deshaun Kaiser. Right. So you're going to play Aaron Rodgers. But right now, after the Washington game, and maybe I'll feel differently if he comes out and throws, you know, puts up 350 and three and doesn't throw any picks. Right now, in that game, Aaron Rodgers was a liability against Washington. He was That's a liability. Fair. He wasn't good. 
And nobody wants to criticize Aaron Rodgers a lot. They want to give him a pass because he's tough. He's gritting it out. Listen, I get it. He's a great leader. He's a great quarterback. He's not immune to criticism. He right. played badly. He played poorly on Sunday. And there's varying opinions on that. And there's, there's a lot of debate about whether or not that's true. He did not play well. Because look mm-hmm. at what Aaron Rodgers has done in the past and when he has played well. Did that look anything like it? No. no. Not even close. There's a mix of things happening. We talked about this about, uh, before the show. There's a mix of things happening. The Lance Kendricks uh, play and him playing more than Mercedes Lewis is evidence that Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers still want to throw it downfield, regardless of injury. We see things that work, right? Like against the Bears, short passes work. Dink and dunk down the field, score. Like they were consistent in the second half. And then they go away from that. But, like, we've been watching them do that for three years where the offense goes stale. Nothing happens. They can't move the ball. They go to dink and dunk. They start running slants they, slants and short stuff, throwing it to backside of the backfield, and they start moving the ball and they score. But then they always revert back, right? So that's happening. I don't think that's helping Rodgers right now. I, th- I think that's really frustrating. But the other thing that's going on is, the talent around Aaron Rodgers is much it's much less. It's there's much less talent on this team compared to 2011. Because Ted Thompson Can we throw 2011 out the window? Like that was that Jordy be? that was Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, James Jones, Randall Cobb. Like does it get any better? better? No. And Jermichael Finley was healthy right. that. Do, yeah. What? Can, no, it doesn't get better. So that should be that is the outlier season. We all like to look back at 2011, but that's the outlier. They didn't have they haven't had another season like that offensively. That that happened and one they had John, time. And they had John Coon. They had yeah. Well, I mean that that's you signed John Coon. You're signing a Super Bowl ring. That's what's <laughs> happening. Uh, they 2011 is the outlier. Okay, but the other issue that's happening here is Ted Thompson left this team decimated in certain places, and when Rodgers is having an off game, they're done. He can't have an off game, and I think that's unrealistic and it's unfair to ask of your quarterback to be that He good. can't have an off game for what he's able to do right now today. He can have an off game if he's at full go. Right. I do think that based on the momentum, the fact that this team starts slowly, McCarthy's team starts slowly, and that I do think that Rodgers will heal even very slowly through the season, and I think he'll be in a better shape at the end of the year than he is this year. Right. I'm not worried long term, but – he didn't play well. Right. I just don't like that the, the they don't team, have they don't have uh, the offensive line depth to keep things rolling when guys get hurt, which they did oh, on Sunday. No, they and, don't and do have we, they don't have outside linebackers who like Clay Matthews is the, is the only one really making consistent plays, and he's not exact. Like I said, Clay's having a good year, and he is. Well, Reggie but Gilbert, he's not the Clay Matthews of old. They don't Reggie Gilbert. They uh, targeted they early on. They were targeting Reggie Gilbert's side of the field because. Uh, there was a play where he gets pulled on the end of the inside and Adrian Peterson busts to the outside because they know that he cannot contain the edge. He's too small. So Gilbert can't be dependent on as an outside linebacker. He's a good pass rusher, but that's his, that's his, that's his shtick. That's it. He's got that and nothing else. He is not a run defender. And so they don't really, Nick Perry's the run defender, but he's undependable. He's just not dependable ever. He gets hurt every freaking two games. So Nick Perry's in the concussion protocol. He did not practice today, Wednesday. There's a good chance he may not suit up and play on Sunday, which is going to leave the outside linebacker position very, very thin. And then you've got Muhammad Wilkerson, who's done for the year. He had an uh, ankle injury that required emergency surgery. So he stayed back in Washington, had surgery. His season is over, which is a huge bummer because he was a big free agent acquisition. I was looking forward to seeing what he could do on the defense. And then on the – so Dean Lowry is is going to 
get more snaps. You've got Montrevious Adams. Those guys are now going to – Montrevious Adams is going to get thrust into the mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. If you believed in him in the preseason and you think he should be getting more reps, let's hope this is a case of Desmond Bishop yeah. with Nick Barnett in 2010, and Adams can come in and fill that gap because the defensive line rotation, they're going to need it. They're going to need bodies. They've got James Looney on the practice squad. If they need to elevate him, they can do yeah. that. On the offensive side of the ball, you mentioned it. We have a problem here. We have an offensive line issue. Brian Bulaga came out of the game, didn't return. He had a back issue. Mm-hmm. Rainy day. Uh, Bulaga practiced in limited fashion today, so there's a, still a slight chance he'll play on Sunday. If he doesn't, right. it's going to be a nightmare because Jason Spriggs came in for Bulaga, and Spriggs was awful. He didn't play yeah. well at all. And then at the guard, Justin McCray is out. He's not going to play yep. this week. It's going to be Byron Bell. He's got a shoulder injury. Shoulder yep. injury. So Byron Bell is going to start for him. Bell was not good in the preseason. If you're not good in preseason, that's even worse than if you don't play well in real live action. But right. Bell was thrown out there at tackle, and I'm not sure how he does at guard. But no. McCarthy going with Bell don't with want. the experience. Do not want. That's Well, McCarthy's going with Bell for the experience over. Yeah, you know the, who has experiences the, in a sitting at home right now? Jari Evans, I bet he's better than Bell. Yeah, but does Jari Evans want to play? Does Jari Evans want to come in and play? I don't that know. That I don't know. That I don't know. I don't but know. if I'm the Packers, I'm giving him a call right now. Because they don't have they don't have solid depth. Jari McCray Evans. hasn't been as good as they'd hoped, but McCray's been dealing with a shoulder injury all season. This isn't new. He's had he's been dealing with an injury. So maybe he's better than he's looked because he's dealing with the injury. But I'm trying to get Evans to come in to 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 be that depth right now. I, I don't like Byron Bell. I I heard some things about his attitude in the preseason that that I think were disappointing. That that he just seemed. Uh, this was from Mike Clemens on on twelve fifty. Said that Bell just seemed like he didn't really care that much. So I don't know how true that it's is. Just apathetic. Yeah, I, you know I don't know what that means or how true that is. But I'd rather have Jari Evans. Uh, in Green so Bay Jari right Evans is the is the Brett Good of the offensive line, right? You know, bring him, him go break, sit at home class. and bring him in later. Which, by the way, please bring black, back Brett Good. Please, please stop with no. this this stuff. No, it's like, fine. No, it's fine. You want to stick snap, with it? One snap in wet conditions. By the way, he had a couple of bad snaps. Nah, by the way, by the way, the botched field goal attempt that was J.K. Scott. Yeah, that wasn't the snap. Uh, Argue with me. Somebody. I'm not. You, I, anyone. I, I, no, I'm talking about a, um, a, it was punt, J- a punt early in the game. That, not- was, that was J.K. Scott. Okay, fine. But J.K. Scott bo- uh, botched the snap there, and that was on him. So real quick, I want to get to this because the chat's talking about it a lot, the YouTube chat to be specific, for anybody who's uh, on the Cheesehead chat and confused. The YouTube chat, people are talking about uh, Le'Veon Bell. Like, yeah, let's go. We're done there. Okay. So there's a question about Nick Perry. There's two questions about Nick Perry on the. You're just going to skip that. that Yeah. We're not talking about that. Hold on. Hold on. No, we're not. Hold on. Okay. Fine. That's basically our response. Let's just say it's not going to happen. End of story. They don't need to. They don't need to. They have three. They don't need it. Done. Okay. Those of you on the YouTube chat, I want you to lay out exactly what you think the Packers should give up for Le'Veon Bell. We'll come back to it. Uh, Owen asked, do you think this is Nick Perry's last year? If he continues to not produce and get injured, could be. Yep, very, very legitimate question. And then Mo says, any thoughts on signing Junior Gallette if Perry can't play due to his concussion? Junior Gallette's they, too think, old. I don't I, think he's. No, I, I think I think they should bring him in for workout anyways. Because even if he's okay. old, is he better than Kyler Fackrell? You know, is he is he is he is he better than Reggie Gilbert right now, or or at least is he more balanced as a player? Gilbert can only do one thing. I am like at the outside linebacker group. I'm like, look at everybody. Go talk to. Kabir Baja Biamilla and see if he wants to come back and play some outside linebacker, which wasn't really his thing. But, uh, you know, go find just go. Uh, 
Brady Papinga said that if he if he put on pads today, he could outplay Kyler, Kyler Fackrell. Fackrell. Well, that's not saying which much. Which is a very Brady Papinga thing. Do you think the Packers thing. are, and I'm saying this tongue-in-cheek, but do you think there's a chance the Packers are cutting off their nose to spite their face and not bringing in an outside linebacker because they're saying, well, if you're going to flag us like this, there's no point in rushing the right. passer. Maybe. So we don't Maybe. need linebackers. I doubt it because they made this choice in the offseason, and it was a stupid choice. I... This, Keeping Kyler Fackrell was a stupid yes, choice. The outside linebacker position is, I think, the most frustrating position on the team because Ted Ted got it where it is, and Gutekunst has done a fantastic job. Well, I'm um, freaking out. Fixing the cornerback group. Yeah. He's done a great job. This offseason was really good, but they needed at least one at outside linebacker to really add some depth, and they didn't go get any. And they said, we're just going to go with what we got. And it was like, are you really sure that's what you want to do? And now it's like, you should not have done what you decided to do. It was and a now bad I'm really choice. nervous. And now I'm freaking out because Nick Bosa had surgery and he's not even going to play till November. So there's our, our first round draft God prospect savior. Yeah. Nick Bosa's had surgery. So is he even going to be good next year? I don't know. I don't know. That's what everybody wants. They uh, want, they yeah. Want right. That's what I'm saying is yeah. that's the, the next, you know, major hope that we have. You better hope that the saints start losing some games. You know what I thought too, is if I had a theory, cause everyone's still asking about Earl Thomas and trading for Earl Thomas. The Seahawks yeah. want a first round pick for Thomas. Nope, if they're going to trade him, don't want it. Do well, not, here, but here's the thing. That. Well, okay. But let me entertain this for a second. Let's say that the saints tank and it's a top 10 pick. And the Packers are obviously going to be picking in the 20s. Yep. But now you know you have a top 10 pick already. And your other pick is going to be into the 20s. Are you willing to? And you have to make this move within the next three weeks because the trade deadline is the end of October. Are you making that move knowing that your first rounder is a low first rounder? No, I'm not trading a first rounder. No. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. The highest I'd go is a two. And even then, I don't like it. He's old. He's he's in his 30s already. Yeah. How much time do you have? And you have to pay him. No. No, absolutely not. Would I rather he be on the team than Ha Ha Clinton Dix at this point? Yes, I would. He'll start to decline. Okay, what kind of uh, what kind of trade situations or uh, uh, offers do we have on the YouTube chat? Did anybody do what I asked them to do? What send you better trade? Yeah, offers? No, tell me what they would give up. Uh, what, what are you for giving Le'Veon up Bell? for Le'Veon Bell? Hey, let me take a look. Anybody? Um, no. I tried Ted Thompson and Dom Capers for Le'Veon Bell, See, and that's it. So Thanks, Timey. So they're just throwing, they're just throwing, they're, they're just throwing uh, spaghetti at the wall right now, and they want us to talk about it. Fine. Look, here's the thing: they they, they want Bell because he's because he's Le'Veon Bell. He's really good, right? I don't I don't want him on the roster because he's he's got an attitude issue. It's already a team that doesn't use their running back, and they have three good ones. We don't know how good Aaron Jones is, and on another team, yes, we do. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Okay, but on another team that uses a running back, he might light it up. We don't need Le'Veon Bell. We just it's not a need and not worth risking having that kind of guy in the locker room. Not worth it. I don't care how good he is. He's kind of a dingus. If you don't, and I have, don't want him around, you don't have a line to open up holes for you and protect your quarterback. What good is having four running backs? Yeah, they don't run the ball consistently enough. And okay, uh, they use me as a receiver. You should pay me like a receiver. That's his whole thing, right? Fine. They use him as a receiver. Great. They already have Ty Montgomery to do that. And not that Ty Montgomery is as good as Le'Veon Bell. They just don't need it. They just don't need it. They 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 sure could use uh, maybe. An actual receiver, that would have been nice in the offseason, but we are where we are. Things are where they are, and Le'Veon Bell's not worth it. I'm not giving anything up for that guy. I would trade for Earl Thomas because it would change the defense. 
it would improve a defense that really needs improvement. Man, I came out of the game thinking like, okay, Bryce didn't look great. Haha was okay. But there has been a ton of conversation and film breakdown on the safeties. Yeah. The Packers are not good at safety. No. And I think Bryce is actually good, but he's afraid of penalties. He's, he's afraid, afraid of, to succeed is he's, what he is. He is it's afraid weird... right now because he feels like if he makes a play, it might be the exact thing that takes his game check away. He doesn't make that much per game, and the fines are massive. He makes 40000 per game, and the last fine he got was nearly $30,000. Oh, man. Hey, but rough. look, when you go out and you're playing a game like this and you're supposed to make 40000 and one penalty wipes that out, that's you're not playing for free. That's not why you're in the pros. So, yeah, 40000 is a lot to the average Joe, but in the NFL, he's not making that much money, and it's, a, it's so little that if he gets fined, it could be enough to take his whole game check. That's stupid. So I get it. The league has put guys in position where they feel like they need to make business decisions. Ha ha though. Dude, I don't know what the hell's with ha ha. Most. Okay. So Mo he plays asks, like a complete weenie. Well, before we get there, Mo says Rashard Matthews, he wants out of Tennessee. Sure. If you got to work a deal though, these teams, right. these teams don't like the players kind of determining what they're going to do. The teams right. want the control. So it's like, okay, you want out fine, but the, the Titans are kind of in and out of, in and out of, in and out of the AFC race, and he's one of their better players. So if they're going to trade him, they're probably going to ask a lot. I don't know if the Packers have what they would give up what they'd want. So HaHa Clinton Dix is not coming back. And in right. fact, for those of you who live in the Phoenix area, I have made a decision this week. I am going to give away my <laughs> HaHa Clinton Dix jersey at the end of the season. <laughs> we'll do a drawing. You must be present to win. It's going to happen week at 17. At the watershed. At the watershed. Week yeah. 17, I am going to replace my jersey. I don't I, – I, this is the first time I've ever missed in my lifetime on a Packers player jersey purchase. I bought a Josh Jones t-shirt jersey. Josh Jones is still in it. Right. You're fine. It you're still you're could alive. Be, it could, still could work. Okay. You're alive. You're alive. Uh, let's see. Rick Cotton says, sign Eric Reed. period. Agreed. We've been over this a million times. It's not going to happen. Nobody's going to sign him. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Let's go back. Ha ha Clinton Dix is not going to change or, or be any different. He is what he is. He's peaked the pro bowl in 2016 overinflated the perception of mm -hmm. him and his value. He's not that good. The pro bowl. This is clearly evidence that the pro bowl process is not right. any kind of an indication of how good a player really is. It just means that fans know a player's name know and they name. know how to right. fill out a ballot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, Grimey says, sign Reed and Thomas. Like, sign Reed and trade for Thomas. That would be amazing. That would be beautiful. Oh, that would be. That would solve the problem all in one. In one. All in one go. Because and I one of them is free. He's well, sitting at home. You can go sign him without trading anything. You can keep And the other one, I think you could trade HaHa -ha in a second and, uh, and he'd be in town. You, you would have to because he's going to be a very, very expensive player right. sitting Here's on the bench. Here's a young safety who's on his la the last year of his deal. You give us your old safety on the last year of his deal. And, you know, we'll swap it that way. And here's a second round pick. And maybe even a second is too much if you're giving up HaHa. -ha, but the point is HaHa's not coming back. I would not bring HaHa -ha back. No, he's not. He's not getting a new deal. Not the way he's playing right now. So enjoy 21 and, a, and know that there's going to be a new 21, which is probably good because we all love and, and have very sacred memories of the 21 jersey in Green Bay. In fact, I have the guy that wore it before him, and I'll probably wear that jersey before I wear uh, Clinton. In fact, you know what? I'm going to start wearing Woodson. There you go. I busted out my Woodson shirt this morning. I'm going Woodson. I'm gonna have to retire the the New Jersey already. How sad. Jeez. Yep. Jeez, man. Yep. Dude. Yep. Too bad. Know. Too bad. So nope. sad. If uh, so, if any of you want to take a wager or or guess which jersey you think I'm gonna swap out Clinton Dix with, go ahead and uh, send your votes to 
at Jason Perone on Twitter. Hey, what are your uh, what are your, what are your uh, all of your options? Oh, I got to lay that out too. Yeah, lay it out. Let okay. them pick. Let them pick. I'm going to lay out several then because I don't want to make this easy. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, okay, Kenny Clark. Ooh, I like Adams. That's Mike great. Daniels, yeah. Josh Jackson. I like Kenny Clark. That's Jair Alexander. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I I like personally. I like Jair the most in the group. Like I like because of his swagger, young guy, and honestly, I think he can really play and. 23 looks great on a jersey. So I, I think I think you can't go wrong with it's that. It's very pleasing to the eye. Yes. Okay. All right, so we're almost done. we got to yep. get out of here soon. We have not talked about Buffalo one iota. And we also haven't really broken down the rules on that giveaway. We want to talk about the Leroy Butler autograph giveaway. So well, when we have let's get more, to the Bills. When we, have, when we have more legs to right. it, I'll, we can I'll, actually. I'll, I'll give the little the like basic spiel, and then we'll, uh, we'll go from there. All right, Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills came into Minnesota and U.S. Bank Stadium and ran the Vikings out of the building. The Mike, Their own the, building. The Vikings did not prepare for the not Buffalo at all. Bills. They were preparing for the Rams because they play the Rams on Thursday night. And they're going to lose to it's them the both. Only, yep, they're going to get beat twice. Yep, they're going to get beat twice. It's going to be hilarious. I love anytime the Vikings fail, that's going to be great. Or the Vikings will win by 40 in because, again, hashtag 2018 NFL season. So... Josh Allen looked pretty good. He's, he's the new starter in, in Buffalo, and he ran 10 times. He ran for two scores. He had two right. touchdown runs. So here's a mobile quarterback. The Packers have not done, with, done well on defense defending the mobile quarterback. Well, I don't, know how, I don't know how mobile Josh Allen really is. I mean, mobile compared to – Well, he ran 10 who, times because like, he's a rookie. Matt and Ryan that's what ran rookies. for a touchdown. I wouldn't call him mobile. No, that was crazy. Uh, well, he runs because rookie quarterbacks tend to do that when right. they, they sense danger and they start running and, and uh, quickly and they don't stay in the pocket. But you mentioned a lack of weapons in the passing game. Mm -hmm. Is this a game where the Packers secondary maybe gains some confidence? They're back at home and you've got some ball hawks. Yeah, I hope so. Um, don't be surprised if Allen throws a few picks just because he played well in one game. It's a he's a rookie. He's going to ride the roller coaster. He's on that rookie roller coaster and this could be a down week. They don't really have a, a ton of weapons. It sounds like they are going to have McCoy back. LaShawn McCoy should be back this week. But I'm not, I'm not expecting their team to blow me away the, the way they did against Minnesota. I, th I genuinely believe Minnesota had a very basic game plan thinking they could beat Buffalo easy and then focused on the Rams because, because the turnaround to, to Thursday night was so fast and the Rams are so good that they felt like they needed to do that and it screwed them over. This is kind of a rough, a rough deal for Minnesota to have to go play that game on their Thursday nighter on the road. Yeah, that's a. That's as much a, as I love to see Minnesota fail at everything, um, if it that, was, if that I kind of sucks. If the Packers drew that card, I'd be, I'd be not happy. I'd have been like the the Packers get to play the Rams after the bye week. You doesn't it doesn't get better than that? And, yeah, well, and watch with two weeks to prepare, it's going to be Denver twenty fifteen all over again. They're going to come in. Stop. And, no, I, so. This this is what happens when we when we do the game at the bar at the watershed. I'm Mr. Positive, happy sunshine, and I believe the Packers are going to win. And Jason is like doom and gloom. It's going to go bad. It's, it's just it's rainy. And then when it's good, he's excited. But until it's good, it's bad. That's it's right. going to be bad. It's not good until it is good. <laughs> right. All right. So this the story here is going to be the Packers balanced offense. I think that they they win the time of possession. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over and Aaron Jones touches the ball at least 10 times, yep. I don't see the Packers losing because they're at home. If this was right. in Buffalo, I would not know. There's a vortex in Buffalo. The Packers have never won a game there. Buffalo's 8-4 and four in this series all time. They played only, they've only played 12 times. That's crazy. And they've swapped home and away, but right. I will leave us with this. I'm going to leave us with this before we go. 
Okay. Obviously, you have to make our, our picks too. But nope. The last. Nope. We'll do that on the pregame show. The last. If you want to hear our picks, you got to listen on okay. Sunday morning. All right. The last two times that the well, not the last two. That's not true. Two of the last three times that the Bills have played the Packers at Lambeau Field, mm-hmm. the Packers have won in convincing fashion mm-hmm. and gone on to play in a Super Bowl. So all they need to do to win a Super Bowl this year or is beat play the in Bills. It. It's stomp the Bills at home. Stomp the Bills at home. That's the beginning. That's where things start to roll. History will right. do the rest. Uh, I I think I'll I'll just say this. I think that a, a few players have bon- a big uh, have some big bounce backs this week. I think Geronimo Allison continues to be as consistent as he's been. He's turning into a little bit pretty, of a Donald Driver type guy. Isn't that great? Like I didn't. I just didn't expect him to be what he's been. So. Geronimo looks good, and I think he continues to play the way he has. I think Cobb will have a bounce-back game. Devontae is just – well, he's Devontae. He's pretty damn good. He's, he's going to continue to do that. Jimmy Graham's good. I don't think the Packers are going to run the ball because they just don't like to do that. I think Mercedes Lewis finally gets more snaps. Um, I I think it's going to be a better game. It's not going to be so sloppy. I think there are going to be some moments we really enjoy. They're going to look to come out fast, and if there's anybody who's looking to do some damage and is going to be focused and locked in, it's going to be Randall Cobb. I think Cobb could have a nice day. Yep. All right, so let me throw this out there. We are giving away a Leroy Butler autographed picture. It's going to be a little bit here because – so here's the deal. Uh, Up until now, Cheesehead TV Live has been on the Cheesehead TV iTunes uh, stream on the on the iTunes page for Cheesehead TV. All of the Cheesehead TV shows are separating. We will all be on our own channel. You will have to go find Cheesehead TV Live and subscribe. So if you want to listen to the show that way, that's how you're going to need to find it. Eventually, so, eventually. right eventually. now you're finding so Cheesehead. So when TV. I get that information, I will put this up on Twitter. Here's what it's going to look like. You need to follow us on Twitter at CHTV Live. You can go do that right now and wait for this tweet to come. You need to follow us on Twitter. So you're going to need to subscribe to our iTunes channel and leave a review. Okay. Those are the three things to put you in the contest to win the Leroy Butler autograph. So as soon as I have the information on the iTunes, uh, we'll post that on Twitter. We'll get the instructions on this thing rolling and we're going to do this giveaway. That picture is pretty sweet. It's really great. If you want to see it, go to our, go to our Twitter page at CHTV live and you can you can look at that picture. It's a, it's a little bit of a pixelated picture because of the way I got it. But once we have the, it's coming in the mail. Once the picture's here, I will take a really clean picture of it. And we'll make sure to post it so everybody can see it. But, and now that Jerry Kramer's in the Hall of Fame, Leroy Butler is the next pa- former yeah, Packer player that everyone's right. going to tr- campaign to get into the Hall of Fame. That's right. So get on that train now. You you have a chance now to win this uh, this Leroy Butler autograph, and uh, we'll we'll bring you guys the details as they come. So we're just waiting. I thought we would have the iTunes channel information already. We don't have it yet, and so as soon as I have that, I'll be tweeting it out. So make sure you're following at CHTV Live. That's where this will begin, and, uh, and, and we'll get that going. We'll be giving away a pretty sweet autograph. All right, so again, Ticket King. Check out Ticket King for all of your ticket needs. It's another edition of Cheesehead TV Live. We'll be back again next week to talk about hopefully a big victory over the Buffalo Bills and a winning Packers football team with two on the far left column. Thank you for listening to Cheesehead TV Live. Check out CheeseheadTV.com for more great Packers content.